Hello. Well, it's me. It's Heather. It is uh, Sunday night, Monday morning. Monday morning, 1.30 a.m. I'm recording this. That's how dedicated I am to bringing you premium podcast content. Or maybe I've gotten lazy and I'm doing it at the last second. (laughs) Who knows? Anyway, here I am coming to you from my luxurious studio apartment in South Los Angeles, California. I have my Himalayan salt lamp aglow in the background, uh, a framed photo of me and John Mayer uh, propped up in a way so I can see it from my bed. Okay, not bragging that I met John Mayer. Not bragging that he complimented me on my roast battle performance when he saw my roast battle with John Michael Bond, but he did. These are just facts, okay? I have a new candle from Anthropology that I bought on sale. Not bragging that I have that type of lifestyle that I can go into Anthropology, you know, select a candle that's on sale. By the way, sale items at Anthropology are currently 25% off right now. They are not paying me to say that, okay? I am a loyal anthropology customer. I have been for a long time. There's really only three stores I shop at. I shop at Anthropology, Nordstrom, and Express. Again, not bragging, no shade that I have that type of lifestyle. Well, actually, I shop at Macy's sometimes too, but I do have a Macy's credit card. So the deals do come in for me. Okay, so listen, this week we have a special type of episode. I will be giving you a little bit of an update on my life, but it is in relation to something that happened recently. If you do follow me online, you may know that I was a guest on a podcast called Not a Huge Fan with uh, Charles Disney and Isaac Simpson. That is, uh, those are two guys I'm friends with. And I've been on their podcast multiple times, okay? But, you know, they love to stir the pot, all right? And I guess there's been some complaints about me, you know, complaints from listeners about my appearances on their podcasts. And quite honestly, now that I've, you know, had some time to reflect on this, I really don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what somebody thinks about me. I don't give a fuck if they're complaining about me being a guest on a podcast. I don't give a fuck if they're complaining what I'm talking about. Who cares? Imagine being a person. Okay, you're a random person. You're somewhere in the United States. Okay, you're listening to a podcast. The podcast is recorded in another city. Okay, you vaguely know maybe one of the people on the podcast, let's say. But imagine taking the time to sit down or whatever. I mean, type up an email or any sort of written complaint about a guest who was on a podcast. Think about the level of privilege that you have in this world, that you have the time to complain about another person you've never met in another city and their appearance on a podcast. Think about how much time you have, how much privilege you have, how how well things are going for you, okay? Things are going pretty well if that's the biggest problem. If the biggest problem in your life is that you're annoyed at somebody appearing on a podcast and saying something you don't agree with or annoying you? Wow, you have it pretty fucking good, okay? Pretty fucking good. I've, I, would, I could never imagine taking a second out of my day to complain 
about somebody on a podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I subscribe to probably 30 podcasts. I listen probably to, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I probably listen to close to 40 podcast episodes a week, you know, because I am trying to catch up on some others. So that's why there, I probably listen to more episodes than I'm subscribed to. But anyway, I listen to them all day at work while I'm working. That's right. I have a full-time job. I have a full-time job at a place I will never name because I don't want that linked to me. But anywho, I have a full-time job during the day. I do comedy at night. I work on the podcast. I write. You know, I do writing projects on the side. I appear in short films and sketches. I appear on other people's podcasts. I perform on comedy shows. I do roast battles. Okay. I'm busy. I'm a busy person. If I take one second, one minute out of my day to write in to complain about somebody appearing on a podcast, just know that I'm clinically fucking insane. Okay. At that point, just throw me, throw me in a mental institution, lock me up. I don't care. Don't even assess me because that's how I know I've gone crazy. Now, this one guy who wrote in about me, (laughs) and I'm going to name him. His name is Dave. He lives in Kentucky. Dave from Kentucky. So, So Isaac and Charles, who I am friends with, okay, and I consider Charles to be a very good friend of mine. Isaac, I don't know as well. I think Isaac is a shit stirrer. I think he will say anything uh, to get in somebody's good graces. You know, obviously he doesn't want to be in my good graces, but I really do think he's that type of person who will just like suck up to whoever he has to at any given moment, as long as it benefits him. And he definitely did that on this episode with Dave from Kentucky. Uh, so (laughs) Dave calls in to complain about me appearing on a podcast where we were talking about narcissists. And I'm going to put up the entire episode as a swap cast on this podcast episode right after my intro. But I just want to let you know. So, so we were talking about narcissism and its relation to school shooters on a previous episode of this podcast. And there is a link between that but apparently Dave thinks that you know I'm a total fucking idiot because he says that I keep having to repeat myself and saying that I'm an expert on narcissism and quite honestly you know I'm not a psychologist but yeah I I do consider myself an expert on narcissism one I was raised by uh, a highly narcissistic father. Okay. And, and Dave tries to say that I'm a narcissist. Yeah. No fucking shit. I'm a fucking narcissist. I do stand up comedy in Los Angeles. Wow. You're, you're a detective guy. Like, wow, you should be on a police force. You should be solving crimes. Honestly, like you should tell me who killed John Benet Ramsey. I'm sure you'll be able to figure that out too. Find Jimmy Hoffa. Do that. Tell me who shot John F. Kennedy because, man, you are on it. You are on the case. But anyway, my point is, is that narcissism appears in every human being. Okay. There are levels of it in different people. What we were discussing in relation to school shooters is malignant narcissism. Okay. So this is a form of narcissism that narcissists wouldn't even be aware that they have. Like these people are insane. Like these people are so crazy. They don't know that they're crazy. Like I'm a person who has been in therapy on and off for 17 years. I willingly go to therapy. I enjoy therapy. Okay. The fact that I even think that I'm crazy means that I'm not. Okay, the craziest people in the world have no fucking clue how crazy they are. 
And Dave, I don't know. I'm not talking exactly about you, but you could stand to maybe get some therapy. Who knows? Because you like to call in and uh, bully young girls you've never met. Okay. You like to talk about Googling them. He said he Googled me. He looked at all my stand-up and didn't like it. Well, what a fucking surprise. You already decided you didn't like me before you watched my stand-up. And guess what? It doesn't hurt my fucking feelings that you don't like my fucking stand-up. You know, sorry for saying fucking so many times right now, but I feel like that's how I want to speak right now because I'm getting annoyed. Okay. So... (laughs) The fact that you didn't like my stand-up, number one, it doesn't bother me because guess what? Comedy is subjective. And if you don't get a certain comic, you don't get a certain comic. Now, looking at a guy like you who seems conservative, yes, I did see your uh, your profile pictures on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, you, there's one picture of you uh, wearing a little bow tie at a charity event. That's cute, you know, and honestly, you're not a bad looking guy, you know. I mean, for your age, you're, you're holding up. Okay, good for you. (laughs) Like, you're a handsome guy. But here's the thing. You're a guy, you know, you you seem to have a good job. You seem to have, you know, a life. You have have kids. Cute kids, by the way. I love kids. But the fact that you go out of your way to write into a podcast and call into a podcast to complain about somebody you've never met shows me that you're you're not all there either. Okay? (laughs) And that's fine. And guessing, uh, if I had to guess who your favorite comedian is, it's probably somebody like Jim Gaffigan because he's safe, right? You know, what does he talk about? He talks about food. He talks about, like, he has that one bit where he talks about, uh, oh, I finished a pint of ice cream the other night because I'm an American. You know, just like those, like, quippy little, like, one-liners about food. Like, you probably eat that up. I mean, you probably also like Brian Regan, who, no shade, is a genius, But, you know, he is a safe comedian. You know, he's not really doing anything that's controversial. He's not poking any buttons. He's not saying anything that bothers people. And the fact that I even, I don't feel a need to explain my comedic persona to anybody. Okay. The fact that Isaac and Dave on this podcast are questioning whether or not I'm in on the joke, quote unquote, is hilarious to me. The fact that my comedic persona is confusing people that much means I'm doing something right. All all of this just gave me positive reinforcement that I should just keep doing what I'm doing because it's working. Okay, because that episode where Dave calls in and talks to Charles and Isaac about me, it's it's the best free publicity I ever could have asked for. Okay? People do not become known and by people liking them, you have to have people dislike you and then people start talking about you. This is how people get famous. People get famous through controversy. People don't get f- famous from doing, you know, the safest things. And on stage, I don't consider myself to be safe. I do think my comedy has become more stream of consciousness. I definitely talk about things a lot of comics aren't even willing to talk about. You know, I really get, um, you know, into private things in my life. I talk about, you know, sex. I talk about dating. I talk about, uh, you know, the way people treat each other. I talk about uh, class. Uh, I talk about uh, you know, corporations and, you know, the way they're like trying to manipulate us. I talk about family. I talk about how family is overrated. I talk about how the concept of heaven is ridiculous. Like I'm actually talking about things 
that yeah will bother some people i don't give a fuck i don't care you know like (laughs) comedy can be mostly anything really when you think about it and it can range from being totally safe you know in the in the lane of like a Jim Gaffigan or a Brian Regan who are both geniuses in their own ways or it can go all the way up to you know somebody who's as extreme as I don't know who a good example of somebody extreme is. I mean, people always jump to like Pryor or Carlin, but like, I mean, both of them were true to themselves, you know, and I think the most important thing in comedy is to be true to yourself on stage, especially in stand-up. And I think I'm doing that, you know, and I don't need to explain who I am on stage because guess what, Dave, if you're not a fan of me, it doesn't matter. Like I have other people will be fans of me. It doesn't matter. Okay. And another thing about Isaac, he doesn't do stand up comedy, but he also, he always feels a need to chime in and explain his opinion on comedy. And honestly, it's annoying because he's not a comic. Okay. And people who aren't comics, they all, oh, they love to give your, their opinion on comedy. They love to pitch jokes to you, give you tags, you know, tell you like what comedic timing is. You know, you're going to hear Dave, uh, say that he doesn't think I have good comedic timing. Well, guess what dave i don't know what you do for a living but i'm i i'm sure it has nothing to do with performing stand-up comedy <laughs> around the country which i do regularly and i will be in seattle next week i'm gonna about to plug my dates but hold on what else do i have to say about this um yeah you no know, to me it's just unbelievable that dave thinks that his opinion on me really will affect me it doesn't uh, I have a good life. I have good friends. I'm good at stand-up comedy. I have a good job. I'm financially stable. I live alone in Los Angeles, which is a you know an accomplishment in itself. And that's another thing. I, <laughs> the first episode of this podcast, I called it my luxurious studio apartment. Yes, it's oxymoronic. But the fact that I even have to explain that is unbelievable. If I have to explain any of this to you, you should not be a fan of me. Just go away. Go find somebody else. Go go watch old blue-collar comedy tour videos. Honestly, I am a fan of Ron White, okay? And I am a fan of Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> to an extent. But, you know, if that's the type of comedy you want, you want simple comedy, go watch that. Okay, go watch Brian Regan. Brian Regan, a genius, obviously. Okay, but you want it safe and straightforward, go watch that. Okay? No comedian is for everyone, and, and no person is for everyone. If if everybody in the world got along, first off, how boring would that be? How boring would it be if everything was like, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Good. Okay. Bye. You know, the world is built on conflict, you know, the fact that Dave is so annoyed by me actually pleases me. It gives me pleasure to know that I bother somebody that much. It's amazing to me. Okay. Uh, years ago, I remember uh, on my blog, somebody wrote a comment saying that they thought I was the rudest person they had ever met. And this was, um, I was probably like 23 when this happened. And I remember being so like stressed about it. And I wanted to know, you know, who did it. I really, like, was wondering, like, who would take the time to write in this type of comment? But as I've gotten older, I realized, who cares? Who cares what this person thinks of me? I mean, they they were, 
you know, they were a puss, obviously, because they left their comment anonymously. You know, first off, if you're posting that anonymously, shut up. Like, who are you? And I know it was somebody I know personally because I did check their IP address and it was in Colorado Springs. So whoever that person is, if they hate me that much, they're probably listening to this. So I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter. You're anonymous. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) So anyway, anytime somebody is obsessed with you or you know, they're Googling you or they're taking the time to complain about you, just be extremely flattered by that. Because I personally, I know I have zero time to do anything like that for anybody. Like nobody listening to this, there's nobody listening to this. Like if you wrote in to complain about this and sent me an email, I don't care. I'll screenshot it. I'll put it on my website. I don't care. Complain. Complain all you want. I don't give a fuck. I get way more complimentary things from the work I do. I get fan emails. I get fan tweets. People DM me on Instagram to tell me they're listening to the podcast. People text me. You know, I get way more positive feedback than you think. Okay? So I'm doing what I want to do artistically. I feel that I'm, you know, moving into the sort of lane that I want to be in. And everything's going well. Okay? Except my love life. But that's another story. Okay, I'm I'm in the midst of fuck boys. Fuck boys are out there. They are in force. Uh, they've been sent to me karmically somehow. I'm just like dodging fuck boys like all the time. It's crazy. It's also Nat season in Los Angeles. There's probably a link to that. There's probably a link to Nats and fuck boys because I feel like there's more fuck boys lately. I don't know what it is, but. Anywho, I'll I'll figure it out. One, maybe one day I'll find love again. Okay, maybe one day it'll happen. But for now, I'm dealing with a lot of fuckboys. It's okay. Okay, what else do I have to say before I, I link us to this uh, special episode of Not a Huge Fan? Hmm. Well, Dave, listen, I don't dislike you. Okay, I was originally going to offer that you come to Los Angeles to appear on a live podcast with me, Charles and Isaac, probably at the Hollywood Hotel, because that is a venue that uh, Charles is involved in booking. But now that I've thought about it, I feel like it's just not worth it. (laughs) Like, I don't really care what you have to say. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it affects me in almost no way what you think of me. I, I have... I have no connection to this at all. I I went to therapy the other day and guess what? I didn't speak about you at all because you don't affect me. (laughs) Like I have actual problems, you know, like an actual person. I have real problems. You know, my problem has nothing to do with this podcast or Charles's podcast. So whatever. I mean, maybe we can talk about it. Like maybe you'd like that. You know, I think you probably would like the attention. I think that's why you write in. I think that's why you liked appearing on Charles and Isaac's podcast. You know, everybody needs needs attention once in a while. So I think you got your fill of that. Um, And I was also going to suggest that maybe you put together five or 10 minutes of stand-up. 10 minutes is a lot of stand-up. So I would have to say five minutes you could do a little stand-up act and we can see, you know, what we think of your stand-up and we'd have real audience there and you would know if you're funny or not, if uh, they were laughing. Of course, I would perform and Charles would perform and uh, we'd both do well. I'd probably do better, but uh, 
you know, then you can see what, what the fuss is about, you know. Anywho, I don't know. Dave, listen, we're not enemies, but uh, <laughs> I just think you need to uh, spend your time doing something else other than Googling me. But I do thank you because it does help my uh, popularity. Maybe my IMDb star meter will go up this week because you Googled me so many times and watched my videos. Um, so I do thank you for that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, here's an episode of uh, Not a Huge Fan featuring... Charles Disney, Isaac Simpson, and Dave from Kentucky talking about me. So here's uh, three relatively handsome men discussing me. Oh, uh, but before we lead into that, just to let you know, I will be in uh, Seattle at the end of the week. Let me pull up my dates. I should have done that before, but here we go. Okay, so... April 27th, that is a Friday. I'm on spring cleaning at Bob's Java Jive in Tacoma, Washington. And then on Monday, April 30th, I'm on two shows. I'm at the Magic Hat at the Rendezvous in Seattle. And then at 8 p.m., I'm at Comedy Crater. I believe I'm headlining that show also in Seattle. And who knows, maybe I'll pick up a spot or two. Um, So those are my shows in Seattle at the end of the week. And I will uh, see you guys back after that. I think I'm going to try to record a special episode up in Seattle uh, with Aaron, who is a past guest, um, because I will be visiting up up there, uh, visiting him and his wife. Um, So I guess that's pretty much it. So here is... uh, Charles Disney, Isaac Simpson, and Dave from Kentucky complaining about me on this episode of uh, Not a Huge Fan called When Listeners Attack. So guys, uh, just make sure to rate and review on iTunes. We do have a positive rating, you know, but it could always uh, have more reviews and more traction, you know. Uh, So we just need to, you know, up the traction just like Dave from Kentucky did for me. On Not a Huge Fan Podcast. You know, free publicity all around for everybody. Okay, guys. So, uh, have a good week. And uh, stay safe out there, guys. Okay. Bye. this is developing i hope that you two will be enemies for a long time and i don't know i don't know if you know this dave but she has a podcast and she may be attacking you uh that is perfectly fine i appreciate that she screenshotted the message i sent you and used it to promote her podcast which was which is good 
Good for her. This is oh, great. Yeah. Charles, yeah. you love stoking drama. There's multiple. Listen, there's a thread anyone. on my Facebook about this. There's a thread on her Instagram. There's a thread on her Facebook page. <laughs> you've caused a huge, you've yeah. caused a well, huge, huge scene. And this episode will I mean, only my, my fuel. Hope oh, is my that. God. We gotta. We it's the show, sort of. I I can't believe it. I like for you not to interrupt my my intro. I, I didn't know that was your intro. My bad. Let's start over. We don't really introduce anybody. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Talk as much as you want. Uh, we have got a a very special guest on the show, calling in remotely. He has been a very vocal emailer of the podcast. Um, regarding a lot of topics, he doesn't like the fact that Isaac uses the term "spread my seed." <laughs> he's he's complained about that one, but lately he's been engaged in a a uh, a proxy, uh, proxy war a proxy war <laughs> with our uh, uh, regular guest Heather Maruli. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Dave from Kentucky. Hey, yes. Uh, thank you uh, so much. I am I your only Kentucky listener? I uh, maybe I'd have to look okay. at the statistics. Okay, I am. I didn't know how often you got into the analytics to see where your listeners were from. I am originally not from Kentucky, but I do reside here now. Should I call you Dave of Kentucky? And Dave, uh, Dave from Virginia. Yeah, you could you could say Dave of Kentucky or Dave from Virginia. Okay, yeah, whatever, whatever Dave you choose. Dave of Kentucky. D O K. Yeah. Yep. Uh so what's what's going on? How how often do you listen, Dave? What is So your... I listen to I listen to every one of your podcasts Ooh. and I um and since I'm a subscriber, I get an alert when they come out. And uh and I'm a pretty I would say I'm a pretty active podcast listener. Yeah. Um and I like the um but I have a type of podcast I like. So I like I like long form sort of interviews that's what i tend to uh tend to lean towards right and so so that's why that's why i like your conversations because even if you don't have a guest on it's like a long form interview between you and isaac like i like the the dynamic between you two and and, you're also a neo-nazi is that correct and (laughs) and and that's why i uh, that's why i like isaac So uh, no, uh, that is not the case. So Dave, what other podcasts do you listen to? So um, I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast. I'm a big fan of that one. Um, I listen to uh, which I I know that you guys are aware of. I listen to um, uh, Sam Harris because uh, you guys have uh, made several uh, remarks about his podcast and his intro, some housekeeping, things like that. He like that. he has been. Have you listened to the most recent one where he like tries to explain why he's selling merch now? It's yes, I did. The least... I, well, I just started it. I just started it. I've not. I mean, I just got into when he and it. I got to be honest. It drove me crazy that he kept referring to it as merch. Yeah, that wow. is a. Uh, 
I didn't like that. But well, I also didn't like that that he made it seem like there's such a high demand from the listeners. Like you guys have just been demanding this merchandise. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I was. I was going to start bringing up to you guys that I would want nothing more than to sip a coffee cup, yeah. sip coffee out of a coffee cup with not huge fans uh, emblem Ugh. on it every morning. So. And, that, and that was that was the reason he eventually gave for exactly because he yeah. was like, you know, I have this coffee cup from Jocko Willis's podcast and I use it all yeah. the time. And I'm like, this exactly, is the reason yeah. you're selling merchandise. The fucking love to shit hear on him, yeah. like try no, to Charles. Yeah, Charles, it's not that. it's not merchandise. It's merch. Oh, I'm, merch. I'm sorry. Yes, yes merch. Yes. Yeah, um, I, that's so, like actually so really like hilarious. That. I want to. Yeah, so I listen to him. I listen to Joe Rogan, depending on who his guest is. Um, so I'm I'm pretty particular. I don't like I don't listen to all of his podcasts. But if he has a if he has a guest that I'm interested in hearing their perspective, like if he's if he's got the world world's greatest bow hunter on, I don't care. Um, it's not my that's not my thing. I'm more into, um, you know, politics and life and things like that. Yeah, and then I, I also I found myself uh, watching. I don't watch a lot of television, but Netflix has some great, uh, you know, comedians and cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. I enjoy that. Um, I enjoy uh, the new David Letterman series. My next guest needs no introduction. So I just I think I just like long form, um, you know, interviews and and things like that. You so consume that's, a that's, lot of content, Dave. It's a lot I of do. content well, consumption. I do it. Uh, I do it when I run. And I do it when I when I drive to work. So that's you know, it's not like I sit around the house and listen to it, but on my on my commute and when I'm and I'm a I'm a pretty active runner, so So you don't time. find it difficult to exercise while listening to a podcast? I can't do that. Well, I zone out a little bit. Um, and uh, I I will do that. My mind will wander. What I do, this is the problem I have when listening to a podcast while exercising is usually someone will say something which will make my mind go to something of like, oh, I need to investigate that. And then I'm trying to like type on my phone to give myself a reminder while I'm trying to run. And um, so, but I'm not, I'm not setting any speed records here. So yeah. I can, yeah. I can, I can stop and walk for a second or stop and type it in and then keep going. But, but uh, I do, I, I sometimes do zone out when I'm running, um, but I prefer that. I would rather run in silence than listen to music while I run. Wow. Hmm. That's, yeah. I need, yeah. if I'm doing something like that, I need something. Yeah. I can walk for long distances without listening yeah. to anything, but I can't does, run or yeah. exercise without. Yeah. Does it, uh, does it, does it make it like, does it just get your mind off or does it motivate you or do you run faster? Like I, what's the, I find it motivational people, to have a good, okay song that i like i could never yeah. exercise and listen to a podcast i've tried and it's I, yeah. I can't it's too yeah it's too many things i i can exercise and listen to podcasts but i exercise very slowly and like not well tai chi yeah i do exactly, tai chi and yes. listen to podcasts. i get that Ugh. yeah so uh like i said dave has written in many times uh uh-huh. and uh but you've been very virulently writing me about heather and i just wanted to know because heather's a very controversial person for our listenership yeah and, i've been also getting okay. a lot of angry angry messages about heather Ooh, yeah. really yeah yeah and Several. I, what's what's the deal say, what's going on say, so i will say this so charles and i go back quite a few years yes. we, i don't you know we, we used to work together at a camp uh together 
and a concentration uh, camp. <laughs> con- <laughs> yeah. um, insert one of our attorneys is a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> because you're on the phone, I can't do my soundboard. Uh, so uh, maybe okay. I'll do it after um, the fact. Okay, I'll just cut it in. Yeah. yeah. So, so Charles and I, Charles and I worked together for a few years at a camp um, on the East Coast, and and I, Charles, I'm sure you're aware of this. Like you just run into all kinds of personalities um, that you interact with. And so you start picking up on the little nuances and you, whether, whether I like it or not, like I, I become a reader of people. Like I just, by little comments, they say how they interact. Like I start, I start digesting that. And then I start making these assumptions and, and I'm, you know, I'm in my mid forties and I've been, you know, working with and then supervising staff for a number of years. And so you just start noticing these little things. And so, so it was interesting. And I, I'm trying to think what it was. Um, oh, she was talking. The thing that set off my first initial message to Charles was when she was talking about narcissism. And, uh, and, and I was like, and just going on and on about what an expert she was in narcissism. I'm just like, you know, we get it like, man. And so that was my initial thing of like, if you have to tell someone over and over again, what an expert you are in a subject like that, you're, I feel like you're usually compensating for something. And I feel, I mean, and I apologize. I felt bad writing it to Charles, but I'm like, I listen. And I, I, I made, I made the assumption that Charles needed to be validated by my position on his, on his guest. And, uh, and so, yeah, so I, so I, I, I wanted him to say, if no one else was listening, I wanted you to know that at least one person in Kentucky was listening and paying attention to your podcast. No, so, no, uh, we, we have people, yeah. people are listeners, especially in the, the Netherlands. Yeah, in no, the, I, I, uh, huge in the Netherlands. I got, it's very weird. We are huge in the Netherlands. I, I got some feedback also on Heather. I, we have one uh, listener who writes in every time she's on and calls her. She, he says she sounds like Buffalo Bill from oh, Silence of the Lambs. That's oh, me. It is. That's, See, that's, I'm just yeah. saying what she, she says. I don't yeah. really understand what he's saying, this is, but um, yeah, that, I don't understand that. And this was another. No, and I don't. I don't want to. Again, I don't want to. I don't want to pile on Heather here yeah, by, yeah, by yeah, any yeah, means. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, we. Is, uh, is some of this we cr- have is some of this criticism rooted in the fact that she is a woman yeah and she's right. kind of a loud opinionated woman and, and we, we, no, we I don't, don't like that so. I don't think so I think I, I think what Dave is reacting to is something that I also react to with her which is it's hard to, Dave tell me tell me if you agree with this it seems like is she like playing a character or is she actually that you know, when she says stuff like, oh, my God, every time I look well, in the mirror, I look so good. Well, it's, it's Wait, interesting. Is that real? So when she was on the other, when she was on, so I don't know that. And, and but when she was on the other day, so the second time that I heard her on your podcast, uh, <laughs> you guys, it was at this, and I should have re-listened to it to better get it in my oh, mind. Oh, please. You guys were happy. Yeah. So you, you need at least some, three listenings to, yeah, exactly. to get to the, the bottom <laughs> of what we do. So we, so you guys were discussing about the differences between men and women. And so Isaac had taken this position that there, there's obvious differences and there, there are. And, and so, and she seemed to be taking the other side saying there wasn't, but then a few minutes in, you guys were talking about conversing with significant others through text messages and 
and she made the statement, well, women are way more verbal. Right. I, I remember that. that. So I, I, I remember that. that. So, so odd that she would take this stance of like, there's no difference between men and women. And then just a few minutes later, just go, oh, yeah, women are totally more verbal than men. And I'm like, right. Wait a second. Yeah. Like, that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me. And so, but, but at this point, I'm thinking I'm nitpicking. So, so I listened to the whole podcast and then when I finish, when I finish that one, because, I, because I'm an avid listener, you're number one fan in Kentucky. Nice. So after, after the podcast is done, this hit me. I'm like, wait a second. She does stand up comedy. I don't think she made me laugh at any point during these two podcasts. Oh, so then I thought, no. so, so then I thought, well, wait a second, maybe cause usually people this is this is going to get really mean really quick and i apologize but i already apologized to charles so i usually people that are smart are funny whether they intend to be or not just because they're quick like they get it and so isaac like i don't think you're a stand-up comic but you're funny like you make me nor laugh, does anyone like, else you, oh, no, <laughs> yeah uh you know charles obviously is like charles i've seen charles do stand-up he's actually stayed at my house when he was touring like it was it was glorious yeah, we're um together. and so it's hot so <laughs> we did not sleep together. <laughs> um, and so I I looked her up on YouTube and watched her do stand up and I I did not laugh. Mm. I've actually never so, seen her do stand up, but well, wh- why did it, you find her not funny her stand up? Well, a couple of th- a couple of reasons. Um it's she, she doesn't seem very quick on like getting stuff like like miss misses the comedic timing like i think charles i like i don't know your roles on the, like you know it's not like you have like the straight man the setup man on your podcast maybe you do i don't know but charles like charles's interjections into the conversation they're just so well timed and so but he's charles charles i would say this if you weren't here you're smart you have good comedic timing oh. like you get stuff and so you know when to interject yourself dave is reading the script isaac, exactly as i prepared. exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and isaac except for your awkward laugh you oh. get it too like you <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i like that one too that's a good one yeah right uh, and and so you know when to interject with good smart comedic timing and so like so she doesn't do that on your podcast and and so then i watched her do stand-up and then like there was just i it, i don't know if there was no connection with the audience like no camaraderie like no build up you know it just it just didn't and i watched a i watched everything i could on her on oh YouTube my God. Just to see. Yeah. <laughs> you really went on a yeah on I went a, on like, because, I, because i felt bad i'm like well maybe i'm just missing it like maybe you know maybe she's really good and i'm just not connected dave why did just, you spend so much time investigating heather because I that's felt a little bad. because i felt i felt bad like i i mean you know like as i sent you these messages i'm like i feel terrible saying this and i just do <laughs> but but obviously it didn't stop me from saying from saying it um yeah because i want to give people i mean i i interact with a lot of people all the time and so i i mean just so you guys know like i'm in a very social work environment and so i interact with the public quite a bit. And so I come across all kinds of, of individuals. And so, yeah. And so I don't want to, you know, I don't, I definitely don't want to be making like snap judgments about people that doesn't do anyone any good. And, uh, and so I didn't want to, even though, you know, I had a perception, I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure I did my research and go, Oh yeah, I made a huge mistake. That was silly. But 
Yeah, I mean, Heather is definitely a polarizing guess. I mean, I remember in the early days, I was saying, you know, some of these things and you were like, no, she's a great guest. And Gracie was like, yeah, she's also a great guest because I don't know. I get, I, you know, Charles, so what, what is it that you like about having her on so much? Well, this is, this is what I, what I like about Heather very much. Number one, she does play this character a lot of the time where she... But is she? Is it a character well, that's or what's, not? That's what's so fun about it is that there's definitely this weird mix of like braggadocio yeah. along yeah. with self-deprecation that's there. Like she always says stuff like, I'm very famous, I'm very successful. But she also say that she lives in a like studio apartment in a shitty part of town. See, so I don't, I don't a, know. I don't know yeah. if I've ever heard the self-critical part. Well, I mean, like, it's I, sort it's of like it's kind of implied. It's there. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I. I think. I find that amusing. I like. It is that, amusing. No, that, it's yeah. definitely amusing. I find I, that amusing. I, I, I think. I don't. I don't watch her YouTube stand up. And I think unless it's like a high quality professional video, it's kind of hard to make judgments about stand up, especially on YouTube if it's just a camera phone or whatever. So yeah. I can't speak to what her YouTube clips say, but Heather's very funny when she's on stage. It's very natural. Yeah. She's uh, she's talkative. I think she's I don't, I don't agree that she's not quick. I think that she's quick. I think what Heather does on here that's discombobulating for people is she's such she's so loud and so intent on injecting her opinion that it bothers some people it doesn't bother me because i like chaos i love things going off the rails it's one of my favorite things things in the world it's when things aren't going well that's my yeah the thing that i love the most so i i i I get that yeah i get that but i don't i wouldn't call it going off the rails like i've heard some sam harris podcasts where things went off the rails. But those are never good. They're always frustrating. Like, I don't... Ex- exactly. Is there, is there so, a good Sam Harris podcast that's gone off the rails? It's been great. It's well, been, in what way does yeah. a Sam Harris podcast go off well, like, the rails? Well, like, there was I'm one... for some text was, about Heather right now, but yeah. There's one with Jordan Peterson where that, it was... That was rough. Right, okay, yeah. yeah almost unlistenable. There's, yeah. there's there another... Was, there was another one. There was an interview with a, a Middle Eastern man. He's a... Well, he's... He's in the U.S., but he's an attorney. It's called the best podcast di- ever. Is the episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they differed from the get go about about every single word yeah. in an article. Like it was painful. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And those are just boring. Yeah. It was right. so painful. And but, I don't think that's so, the vibe that happens when she comes on here. I think that no, it's no. it's much more. She, I don't know. She just brings an element of of uh, lunacy into the room yeah, and i don't and and i don't know that I, mean, I don't know how you guys operate your podcast so i don't know if you you know let her we're know, nude hey, we're and gonna, uh we're, we're <laughs> masturbating almost the entire exactly, time exactly right. so you know if you're saying you know we're nude and masturbating but we're also going to cover these three topics so be prepared like yeah. i don't know how if you set people up at all well she's or if you're just like she's hey, always just show up and we're going to chat she's always quite prepared actually i think that she yeah. usually brings stuff with her to when she when she comes on she like she's more yeah. prepared than a lot of people that come on here that's yeah. true i yeah. mean she definitely does prepare to come on i i guess it's just yeah. the confusing thing to me about heather is it's like i don't know how in on the joke she is so it's to me it makes me feel a little bit weird sometimes because i'm like 
does she realize when she says this stuff like, oh my God, when I look at myself in the mirror every time, I'm just amazed at how beautiful I am. Or like, like so many guys want to fuck me. Like blah, blah, blah. Like when she says stuff like that, does she realize, like, is she saying that to be funny or is she saying that like for real? And it's like, if she's saying it for real, then am I like basking in her? Is it this kind of like sad? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, so is, I, am Isaac, I like laughing at her in a way? You know what Isaac, I mean. I, Isaac, I felt the exact same thing, and I and it was weird. I mean, I sent Charles multiple messages, and I felt, <laughs> I, I felt bad in right because I felt the exact same thing because I was thinking like, you know, and you know, she's she's obviously much younger than I am, and and I was thinking about. You know, if if I would have interacted with her at camp, for instance, because Charles and I, you know, we were both there at the same time. So if I interacted with her at camp, how would I, yeah, would I feel bad for her or is, is, is she a completely confident lady and that's her and she's owning it? So that's what, that's what I, and I felt bad because I didn't know and so, so that was a, that was a tough dynamic, and it's still a tough dynamic for me because I would the last thing in the world I would ever want to do is is hurt someone. Yeah, obviously this could very easily be very hurtful, but that's the last thing I would ever want to do to someone. Um, and and so yeah, so I I think I feel the a, a very similar thing that you just said, Isaac, is like if if this is if this is a part of an act, like oh my god, that's amazing, that's great, but if not. Like, oh my God, I feel, I feel a little sad because there's nothing like, it's like, it's not like, like her laugh doesn't annoy me. Her voice doesn't annoy me. Like none of those like little nitpicky things of like, I just can't stand to hear her voice. Like it's nothing like that. You know, it's, it's just, I'm like, I just didn't think she was a very good guest. Yeah. And, then, and I've yeah. had, I've had two people come up to me and say the same thing. It's like, say like, okay, this is way too much. Like you, you gotta not have her on so much. Dave, and, yeah, on, on the topic of, of, of this sort of thing, did you listen to our episode where we had Eric Escobar on and we tried to talk about serious acting? Do you, I don't um, know if I've heard that one. Okay. Yeah. I would be I interested in that. your opinion yeah. on that. Because okay. th- that is also a situation where Eric is sort of similar, because he's also always on, and but Eric, okay. it's very obvious that Eric is very self-aware of sure. himself. Like he knows the deal with himself. It's, you know what I mean? And he's he kind of talks about it. And you're right, that episode is definitely a disaster. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's that the, does that 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 make sense more. That possibly. that's a disaster that kind of adds up. Um, I, yeah, I think I also part, any I guests are going to have fatigue. I mean, you know, any if we have any guest on over and over and over, I think there's some level of fatigue, which sure. is probably what happened with Heather because we just had her on so many times in a row. We've but, only had her. We had her on twice. We only yeah. did two episodes and, with um, her recently. Recently. Yeah. But I mean, we've had her, you know, several and times. Who was before. the, who was the, uh, the guest? And you had him on a couple of times. He was the, the male porn star. He was a college professor. At Connor. Lincoln. Yeah, Connor. Yeah, you you had him on a couple of times. He's a great guest. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, the only thing with him is getting him on here because he's like a, yeah. he's like yeah, a big so, deal. So and I, also, I I've been was, apparently trying to fuck him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> according, uh, yeah, yeah, according to some. Yeah. Well, that's probably how we'll get him Char- back. Charles, honestly, this is, <laughs> Charles, this is terrible. But my my original text to you was going to be, um, 
obviously you're sleeping with her uh, for that's why she's on the podcast. But I didn't want to go that way. So. Oh no! I mean, yeah, you don't have to yeah. sleep with me to get on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to have a free. What? You just have what? to have a free Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, now, uh, it's basically the only me. requirement. <laughs> And, and uh, you know, be be vaguely entertaining. I don't know. I I think that um, I disagree with all your points <laughs> wholeheartedly. I okay. I find Heather very entertaining. Um, I I I guess I get why people may not like her, but I. I and to be honest, when I first met Heather, I found her. I don't think that they don't like her. I never have anybody email me and be like, "I hate this." person. I don't like her as a guest. As a guest. Is what yeah, I, is what yeah, I'm, it's not I'm like getting they hate at. Her. Uh, when I first met Heather, I found her very annoying, and it took me a long time to kind of get what her vibe was. And and now that I have, it's just entertaining to me. It's, so, what is the vibe? What is what is to get? Well, I mean, what's not to get? I I. Uh, she's just this character. She's very loud. She's opinionated. She's very assertive, very sexually assertive, and not really ashamed about that at all. There's no ability to slut shame her or to do any of these standard things that happen to women that are overtly sexual. Uh, I think she's self-deprecating in a subtle way. I think that she... I like that she bothers some people. I like that. I yeah. like... Yeah. Because if she... If mm-hmm. everybody's just like, hey, she's whatever, then that's... I find that more unsuccessful than coming on and being uh, yeah. this thing. Right. I, if people are reacting, it's better than nothing. And I, let me just say also that, that I agree that I like Heather also as a person. I, I think that she is an interesting person, et cetera, et cetera. And I like her... You know, I think she does have things to offer as a comedian and and things like that. I, you know, I think she has talent and I think she um, brings a lot to the table. My only concern, it, again, I, th- I think this is what a lot of people are reacting to, is like, I, I think she's got to keep getting better. You know what I mean? No. Like, is she what? What does that mean? She needs to get keep getting better as a as a comedian and as a public person and in order to do that i think it's like she kind of has to figure out what like these things that she says like these kind of over the top things that she's always saying and yeah like you know uh really you know oh i'm an expert on narcissism everything's about narcissism like she needs to kind of get a handle on again whether people are laughing at her or with her and if they're laughing at her she needs to learn how to use that right if they're laughing at her and she's playing this character she needs to be conscious that she's being laughed at not with and i don't know that she's conscious of that yet i think that you're making a lot of assumptions about about what somebody's intentions are and you know she is kind of you know what I've noticed? I've been you knowing. Remember that episode where I bragged about how to eliminate it from my conversation? Yeah. It's there and it's it's back. It's and back. It's driving you me know is back. Fucking crazy. Okay. Very I'll frustrating. Call you on it. Yes, please. We need a, a you know sound. Then we need a you know sound. I'm, I'm, yeah. oh, I hate verbal crutches. Aggravating. So what is what is your verbal crutch? I say uh, lately. I've been saying, you know, at the end of oh. statements and I got used it. to do this and I destroyed it. I, I got rid of yeah. it and now it's been creeping back in and I'm very do you, upset. Do you, do you remember our favorite crutch of all time? Yes. Yes, do I do. 
we had a on that. Dave um, and I used to work for a man who, at the end of sentences, would say "doing on that" when he was <laughs> giving instructions. What exactly? Doing on it, that? Exactly. Yeah, what does that mean? He'd be like, "We need to get the cabins cleaned and the bathrooms cleaned, and doing on that." And that. What? <laughs> I don't even understand it no, Isaac, what that it, means. Isaac, it makes zero sense. We and Charles picked up on it, and once you heard it, you could you not could never stop. It. We spent many yeah. doing on that many a day being obsessed with this yeah. phrase, which yeah. became such a joke amongst everyone that we worked with. Yeah. Everyone was doing it. We were all making doing on that references. We had it printed on T-shirts. Yeah. And then the best, the best part of all time was one day he said it and he recognized that he said it. He was saying something and he said, oh, I'm doing on that. So and then he goes, he goes, ah, doing on that. Now you guys have got me saying it. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's the perfect ending that, to that story. That might, been, that might have been the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Like, it was, the two greatest days of my life were the that, day Charles it, told me that, he's, that this individual said that. Oh, that punchline. That he thought we got him saying that was oh my god that that so is the fantastic. perfect punchline to that story it, that yeah. is like thematically a it perfect couldn't story have been it's perfect any better that's yeah, amazing so, anyway so let me mention oh, go so ahead. let me mention this so that so when and I know that I'm saying I know this even though I'm not treating it the exact same way I know that Heather I've interacted with her on a podcast she has no idea who I am. We will probably never meet. And so and so I'm only getting her in a conversation with you two. But when I'm listening to her, I'm thinking about if I came in contact with this person at a social event, and I jokingly tell people I get paid to go to happy hours for my job. Dave, are you in a dog fight? <laughs> What's happening? Sorry, sorry. There's a, there's a low fly. I live near an airport. Sorry about that. Oh, that's um, Wait, so what is your job, Dave? You keep talking about gone. dealing with um, people. So I'm the uh, I'm the senior manager of philanthropy for a, for a nonprofit. Oh, and cool. so I do so I do fundraising, uh, government relations, things like that. So I go to I go to a lot of happy hour events. So I'm in social situations all the time. And so I, I tell people, like, I basically get paid to make people seem interesting. Like, I, you know, I, I have conversations all the time. Like, I need to keep them going and things like that. And so, um, and when I, when, I, when I did online dating for a little while, first dates were fantastic because I was used to it. Like, how to manufacture a conversation out of nothing. Um, and so, so... So back to her. So I, I was thinking, like, what if I what if I came in contact with someone like her in one of these social settings? <clears throat> and so she, and so I think my problem with her on your podcast is she doesn't seem to bring anything. This is so terrible. Of value to the conversation. Wow. And so, so she's not she's not adding to it. And so, you know, if you're talking about narcissism, and then someone just keeps hammering you like. Do you know how much I know about this? Do you know how much I know about this? Like I'm an expert. Do you know this term? Do you know this term? Like I, I think of myself, if I was in a social situation and I interacted with someone like that, I'd walk away. I'm like, why would I want to, why would I want to interact with someone who is so clearly trying to let you know that they know what they talk, what they're talking about? 
So, so that's how I was, that's how, just so you know, that's how I was digesting the conversation. And I think that was my, why I had an issue with her as a guest. Yeah. Because I was thinking of it through that lens. Yeah. It sounds like you, well, I, I think it sounds like you're reacting very strongly to that. I mean, anybody who does something like that is is annoying but she just does it so over the top yes. that it's like almost not annoying because it's so over the top yeah i i, I don't take I, I understand your point dave and i think in a social situation i would maybe take issue with that although i kind of like awkward weirdness uh, to observe that's, maybe not to participate that's because in. you don't like that's because you don't like social situations Travis. that's true i want to destroy them all <laughs> but now i'm butting but, but I'll, I'll, I I don't I I just don't ever have that with Heather because I think there's there's real intention uh, behind the way that she presents herself in these situations. I don't I don't know yeah. her yeah. on a a really super hyper. Uh oh. Oh my god! Yeah. This motherfucker. Give us one hold second. On, hold on. Give us one second, buddy. We have, <sighs> our our late guest just walked in. Oh. Okay. Uh, um. But um. I I find I find what she does to be funny, and I like the this the 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 drama it causes. I like the chaos it causes, and it it, it sort of all flows together with who she is because she's she's also like a very she's a very tall woman, and so yeah. she's this super imposing uh, figure. Both on yeah. stage and off, she's in here. She's grabbing Isaac all the time. Yeah, lots of gra- very grabby. And it's I f- I like that because it's so not. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what, a, what kind of bachelor pad are you, <laughs> you in over there? At an airport. Yeah. Do you, no, oh, oh, do you hear the? Do you hear yeah, the, yeah. The, no, it's it's, it's a nice. It's actually a pleasant sound, so it's not too bad. Yeah. Anyway, no. Key, anyway, just finish your point. So I, I, I like, I like what she brings. I think that that's more valuable to me than it's just somebody who's kind of milk toast and boring. Right. Um, and I think Heather will be happy that we spent an entire episode talking. Well, about her. one thing I'll say is she, Dave, she well, is concerned that you are obsessed with her and that you are stalking her. <laughs> and when you describe watching all of her YouTube videos, that's very yeah. strange. And I, I don't well, think that you should be well, saying that you're doing that. And I want to well, make sure you're not planning on traveling to California no, and no, murdering no, Heather no, Marulli. I don't want no, to no, be responsible. I, um, I watched them. I watched them all once and I was, uh, I did it. I mean, I was, I was with a friend when I did it <laughs> and, and, and I asked them, I was like, I was like, am I just like, do you think this is funny? Like, am I, am I crazy? Like, am I missing something? And then, um, and then they were like, what, what the hell are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? And I was like, well, and I told them the backstory <laughs> and then I, and then I showed them, then I showed them uh, a standup of Charles and, uh, and she was like, he seems really awkward. Why does he hold the microphone that way? <laughs> oh, there we go. That's yeah. hilarious. Uh, Dave, you'll be happy to know that one of the things I've worked on is not having a death grip on the on microphone. The mic. And I've... Well, the, well, the video, I told her about that because the video I watched, you had the microphone stand sort of out to the side. Yeah. Um, oh, this is and, not good. Uh, and so I... I did tell her that you used to have like a death grip on the microphone. Wait, what was I doing with the microphone? What was I doing? You what? were holding the microphone and the stand was out to the side. What like video were you watching? Hands. I forgot what it was. Jesus Christ. I don't know. 
Very upset. Yeah. Very I'm, I'm, I'm stalking Charles. I'm stalking Heather. I'm not stalking, stalking you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I need a little more stalking. I, yeah. yeah. So, um, so you can let uh, Heather know that I, I am not stalking her in any way um, whatsoever. I like uh, I like the way this is developing. I hope that you two will be enemies for a long time. And well, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you know this, Dave, but she has a podcast, and she may be attacking you. Uh, that is perfectly fine. I appreciate that she screenshotted the message I sent you and used it to promote her podcast, which yeah. is which is good. Good for her. This is oh, great. Yeah. Charles, yeah. you love stoking drama. There's multiple. Listen, there's a thread anything. on my Facebook about this. There's a thread on her Instagram. There's a thread on her Facebook page. <laughs> you've caused a huge. You've yeah. caused a well, huge, huge scene. And this episode will I mean, only. My, my hope oh is my that. God. <laughs> I hope that my hope that this will lead to increased uh, listenership for her podcast and yours, yes. and maybe world peace. We hope so too, Dave. Dave, what yeah. what can we do to get more people to listen to our podcast out there in uh, Kentucky? In Kentucky or anywhere, um, anywhere. You know what? In anywhere. Merch. 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 <laughs> and use the term merch as Just much. Just say as merch all the time. Yeah. Um. I think you should mention bourbon as often as possible if you want to uh, capture the Kentucky contingent. Ah, right. Mm. Uh, so, did have you guys ever drank on your show? You used to drink on your show, didn't you? Yeah, we don't do it as much anymore. But okay, well, that's maybe sad. I will drink um, right now. I mean, if we ever start using my room, my second room, I'll be able to get real plastered because I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't. I. I mean, I like your topics. Like, I think they're interesting. Like, I. The one, the, the one you guys just did um, about like moving in with people, like I thought that was that was a great one. That was a good episode. Thanks, I man. That. Yeah. Even though so, Heather was know, on, I, Heather was on it. Yeah. Even though even though Heather was on it, like, yeah. Like I enjoyed I enjoyed the conversation. Like it was a good. I felt like so, I was I, the most like vulnerable. I felt like I came off as the biggest like pussy on that one. As no, I've you ever came off, off. You came off as the most adult person in the yeah, room. Yeah, which is anyone not usual. Li- anyone listening would be like, <laughs> "Wow, he sounds really like he's got a good head on his shoulders, and yeah. he's thinking realistically about relationships." Yeah. And meanwhile, uh, the two of us, you know, children in adults' bodies, or yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, Charles, I hope, I hope this is, I mean, I have proven, if I've proven anything in my life, I can screw up a relationship. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I've got it down to a science. Um, but, uh, but, but Charles, I just couldn't imagine you living with another human being. Um, I just, I mean, I just can't like you're, you, you are, you have that Jerry Seinfeld side of you where you just nitpick, like you'll find something and yeah. then that will drive you crazy. I could and see so, the only one I could see is yeah. if you had like a little twink, like buddy that was like, <laughs> you just dominated completely. <laughs> That's like the only way I could see it happening. No, no, no. What's going to happen is him and Heather will move in together. There we go. That's they, what's going to happen. They hate everyone else. Yeah. They just love themselves. And so they're good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I could see it. It's our future, Heather and, and the, I. And the reason the reason I try to make relationships work is because I convince myself that I care about others beside myself and then realize that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're a sociopath, right, Dave? That's what we've established. Yeah, basically. You're a sociopath. Okay. I actually don't care about other people. Why am I pretending? 
Yeah, very honest. Dave of um, Kentucky, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thanks, for Dave. Calling. This was great. I really enjoyed talking yeah. to you. And anytime you yeah. want to call in and talk about a topic, we're we're available. So Okay. Well, I will uh Charles, as you know, I, I know your, your phone number and your Facebook we're Facebook friends, so yeah. I, I know how to find you. So So if Heather comes at you, just you know, be careful. Oh my gosh. I hope just don't give out my home address. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. It's, it's near, it's near the airport. <laughs> yeah. We know, we know there's airplanes that fly over. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that how okay. they, hey, yeah, okay. All right. Hey guys, bye Dave. So it was an honor. I enjoy it. Yep. See you. Okay. Bye.